This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I thought I'd drag my friend and colleague, Kelly, into uh, have a chat about her recent travel experience. Now she went away for three weeks. She planned ahead in terms of ensuring that she could maintain a fairly um, regimented health and fitness regime while away. Now obviously when you travel you do tend to be a bit more flexible, a bit more relaxed, but she, um, she researched gyms, she had her own travel channel for clients, um, she was very mindful of her eating and I wanted to talk to her about that and just what she did, her experiences and how she went about managing that and it's a great insight to anyone who is going to travel overseas on what they can do in terms of preparation and not just use travel as an excuse to um, you know, eat and drink like a dickhead. So uh, without further ado, let's get on with it and have a chat to Kelly. Okay, we are back, and Kelly's back. Welcome yes. back, Kelly. Thank you. It's good to be home. It's good to be home. It is good. You to missed be me, home. didn't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really get a chance to miss you because there are about five thousand and fifty-eight posts about me not being at work. Well, you know, I was here for your PT session, and you didn't turn up, and then <laughs> you know. Just... I'm pretty sure I notified you I wasn't here. <laughs> the vacuum on my own, you know, just... You vacuum anyway. I oh, know, but still, it's unacceptable. I wasn't here to shit stir. No, exactly. <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was a good opportunity while you're still fresh um, to just chat about your trip. Obviously, you were away for three weeks. Yeah. Um, but just how you managed uh, your health and fitness. Okay. Um, training, nutrition... I know you did a lot of research before you went into uh, gyms you could access, yeah. gyms you could film. You had your travel channel too. Yeah. So you were doing stuff on that. So yeah. uh, just briefly give us an overview of where you went. Okay, and, so um, we went to um, Scotland for one week. Yep. Uh, and that was with um, Lee's family, immediate family. So his mum, his dad, his brother, his sister, him, and then me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that for one week and then we left, uh, broke away from them and went across to Greece for two weeks. Mm. Looked awesome. Good yes. times, obviously. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so before you went, you obviously set up a, a travel channel for subscribers to sort of monitor how you were traveling, how you're managing health and fitness and stuff like that. Yes. Um, so what was your intention in relation to the travel side of things? Because obviously... When most people go away, they obviously don't think about that. It's the last thing they think about. Um, yep. They generally give themselves a hall pass to basically eat and drink whatever they want. Yep. That's you know, and I'm speaking generally here because it's obviously it's exceptions to the rule. So, what did you do differently in relation to your journey? Because it was a long time, and you're obviously in foreign countries that didn't yes. necessarily have conventional food that we would eat. No. Nope. <laughs> um, so, was there much research involved, or was it? You were just going to wing it as you went, or what was your plan? So, um, we I 
I researched some things and I left some things to chance, for loss of better words. Yep. Um, mainly because most people are, I guess, like I wanted to be as close to someone going on holidays as possible. So most people aren't going to sit down and research stuff before they go. No. So I thought I'll research the things that people are probably, um, it's quite easy to research and um, things before I go away and then I'll wing the rest mm. um, when I leave. So the things that I researched before I went away were the gyms. Um, so what, um, because I guess my, one of my main concerns was is Lee and I tend to go um, off the beaten track quite a bit while we're away. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I was or had access to gyms um, in certain areas and then kind of give myself a rough plan about when I could go to the gym while I'm over there mm -hmm. and what areas didn't didn't have gyms. Yep. Um, so I researched the, um, the gyms before I went and I emailed them and asked them... Thank you, Harley. <laughs> um, I think Harley just as we go past. <laughs> No problem. Um, researched them and I met, emailed all of them and said, hey, you know, um, what are your day passes? Uh, like, do you have day passes? Yep. Um, how much are they? And, um, like, uh, can I film in the gym? Yeah. Um, were the two things. And I explained that I am a um, PT from Australia. Mm. Um, so all of them were really helpful in that aspect. So they all got back to me. They, uh, No one had problems with me filming in the gym. Excellent. Um, they all gave me prices things like that so we did a little bit of research around that mm. um, and we also obviously um, strategically planned our accommodation so that um, there were certain places where um, I was like there's no way in hell I'm cooking during this time because I just I want a break from cooking because I'm I'm the cook in our house regardless okay. so um, I cook a lot um, so if I was having a holiday I was having some of a holiday um, but then we obviously had quite a few houses where um, we had a kitchen or a kitchenette mm. um, for two reasons. Number one, so that we could cook our own food and I can control it to some level. But number two, because it is really fucking expensive <laughs> eating out all the time. Yes. Um, so trying to, I guess, reduce our costs. It's, I guess, a health and fitness from two-pronged approach. Number one, you don't want to be stressing out about how much money you're spending on food, but number two, you've got that control over your food as well. Yep. So, um, so those are the two th main things that I make, made focus on. Yep. Um, and the rest of it, because um, I, I was going to um, research like where the closest um, shop was and all of this stuff and I'm like realistically no one's going to do that yeah like not no one's going to sit there before they go away and plan out their holiday in that manner so mm -hmm. I said I feel like it's better if I wing that side of it because it means that more people are probably going to relate to that situation over you 100%. know trying to 100% plan my shit out mm. um, and also I have been tracking my food for five years um, on and off, I've had a couple of short breaks, but not, and since my prep, like, so since like a good 24 months ago, I've actually strategically been planning my food consistently. So it was time for me to have a bit of a break around tracking as well. So yep. um, I didn't plan any of that out. So that was kind of the, I guess the basis for, for that travel channel was to kind of wing it a little bit um, to make it a realistic thing so mm -hmm. that people could kind of go, oh, on the fly, this is what I can do. 
But that um, just showcases your knowledge around food too and the years of learning yes. that you can then eyeball, yes. be within, you know, yes. so much percentage of accuracy. And, yeah. 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 And um, I, I've come home and thankfully I haven't put, I have not put any weight on. No, well, I saw you checking so. this before, <laughs> so you're actually technically lighter. Yes. By a few hundred grams. Yes. So, um, yeah. Which a lot of people would struggle to comprehend. And I am quite puffy, and also I'm highly inflamed in my shoulders because apparently someone wants to destroy them. Um, so, yeah, oh, well, that's, that. that's neither here nor there, really. Like, that's just a. <laughs> I've got to make up a full week, so look. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the puffiness and the, the probably fluid retention and stuff comes from the travel. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I was saying to my mum and dad last night, actually, at dinner, that um, went, because Lee and I had a really big long haul flight for our last flight, mm. and we couldn't stand up very much. And we both took our shoes off in the plane. Yep. When we went to put them back on, they were tight. Like, yeah. So I definitely have some mm. like fluid retention um, going on there as well yep. but yeah yeah it, it, it lingers with like i experienced that going to india it lingers with you for a, a, a while, while. Yeah. yeah you just got to let your body do its thing and, yeah and just get back in your normal routine yeah. so i like the fact that you you contacted all the gyms that was really good like obviously your intention was to train where you could yes obviously you're going to be limited in terms of location and stuff but it's it's really interesting and i don't know if you've experienced this but when I speak to clients about, you know, oh, they let me know I'm going away for a weekend or a business yes. trip or something like yes. that, so I won't train during that time. Straight away, they've immediately made that decision. Yes. When in point of fact is, if you just do a little bit of research, you know, it's really particularly in hard. Australia. Oh, 100%. Every gym's 24 hours now. Yeah. Every gym has, um, you know, reception hours. Every yep. gym has casual rates. So Not you, only that, quite a lot of hotels have gyms. 100%. And although know. they might not have all of the equipment, you can still, ver- like, you know, make a bit of a variety or do yep. a verification of it like a, a different adaptation of a exercise yeah. and make it work for you mm. at least you're moving still oh exactly that's exactly right so you know there's no reason why you can't continue your journey you know again we we fall into the trap and i don't know if it's an australian cultural thing where you know you go on holidays and you just justify yourself and convince yourself it's okay to eat and drink like a dickhead. Oh, for, it's a, it is. It's such it's a, a, like, dickhead mentality. Yeah, yeah. it is. And obviously we're sort of... Write yourself off. Yeah, 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 big time. And look, you know, if you make that decision as an adult, that's fine. That's your decision. You know, you just got to yeah. live with the consequences. Absolutely. But if you've spent all this time, all this money, all this effort in getting into really good shape and maintaining that, why don't you just keep it going while you're away? Oh, 100%. And um, I guess, I, I mean, I'll talk about this a little bit later, but mm. reflecting back on it, Lee and I, when we got home, and you know this because we've had a conversation already about it, but we felt like shit. Mm. Like, we actually feel like shit. And I said to Lee that, like, I'm actually addicted to feeling good. Mm. And that's where I'm at in my my journey. Yes. I'm so used to feeling so fucking good a majority of the time that when I feel shit, I feel really shit. It's amplified. Oh, and I look back on my life and I'm like... I used to think that was normal. Mm. Like that's how I used to live, and mm. I used to think that was normal. It's and it's not. No. It's not, not how your body should be functioning. So, yeah, it's it's big reflections for us. I think. Well, it's another opportunity to learn, I suppose. You know, yeah. life's all. It's always you're always learning, aren't you? Oh, hundred percent. Um, but so in terms of how poorly you felt when you returned, yeah, obviously travel just the different time zones and all that sort of stuff had had a role to play but yeah. 
obviously you didn't train anywhere near as frequently as you did. So yeah. when we got to Scotland, um, we managed to train every second day without fail. Sweet. Um, so, and that was the plan. If we could get a training session in every second day, mm-hmm. we were happy with with what was going on um, with our travel. Because on top of that, like generally speaking, when I'm in the gym or when I'm at home, I do eight to 10, maybe 12,000 steps a day mm. on average. Mm. When we're overseas, we're averaging 25, 30K <laughs> steps. So, I, and, and a lot of um, what Lee and I like to do is we do really like to hike, which mm. is quite taxing. It's not just walking flat. It's, it's very steep, rocky yep. kind of terrain that we like to play in. And so we, get, we give ourselves that, um, that permission not to have to train as often as we would if we were sure. here because obviously we're doing a different type of – we're still moving our bodies, mm. essentially. Mm. So we're like, okay, if we could train every second day – Brilliant. That's what we want for this trip. Mm. So that was our plan. So Scotland, we achieved that quite easily. Um, there were gyms available. Um, the first, <laughs> the first place we went to. So we landed um, in the afternoon. We got dinner. Uh, went to our hotel. Checked in. We actually trained that morning. Yeah, nice. The morning before we we left, mm. we flew out. Um, it was nearly a 24-hour flight, so we missed that, obviously, that first day that we were there because we were in a plane for a majority of it, then landed in the afternoon mm-hmm. and had to get to our hotel, all that sort of course. crap. So um, we looked up the closest gym, so we knew what gym it was. We looked up the closest one, so it was Pure Gym in Edinburgh. They have a shit ton of Pure Gyms in Edinburgh. Right. So we just looked up the closest one to our hotel. And we're like, okay, cool, sweet. It's a um, 10 minute walk. We'll walk there in the morning. Um, we'll go to the gym. We'll come home and go get our hire car, blah, blah. Well, that's all very well and good. And they did have passes because obviously I contacted them earlier. We get there in the morning and we're like, there's no reception desk. And there's these two pods. And they're like, people were like putting a code in, walking into this pod. The pod closes behind them and then opens up to walk into the gym. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like they're like travel tubes, yeah. like these big um, tube things. And we're like, well, how the hell do we get this day pass? There's, there's no reception anywhere. Like you've got to go through these pods to actually get into the gym to the reception desk. Uh. So <laughs> what the hell is this about? Anyway, so we're looking on the website. Nah, anyway, we, we um, call. There's like a button there to call the reception guy out. So we've called him out and he's like, oh, you have to sign up online. So you have to sign in online for a day pass, uh, okay. get the code, then yep. you can come in and use the gym. Gotcha. And we're like, okay, cool. That's fine. That's easy enough. Mm. So Lee does his, I do mine. Lee's comes through straight away. Mine... We were waiting for 15 minutes for this email to come through. It went into my junk, junk mail, like where you can't even search it. Yeah, right. So I'm searching pure gym in my emails and it's not even coming mm. up. So anyway, I had to go through my email. Anyway, so it was a bit of a dick around. So if we hadn't known that process, I, when I asked them if I, we could come in, I probably should have asked a little bit more around the process. Yep. Um, and then uh, we, we had our gym session and then you also need that code to get out. <laughs> and there's no reception in the gym. Yeah, right. Like, at all. 
And so what I'm trying to get out of this gym, and I can't because I've got no code, I can't get reception. So Lee had to take my phone out of the gym, walk across the road to get access to my emails, screenshot it, walk it all the way back in. So it's just, <laughs> it was a bit of a dick around. Yeah. Um, and obviously we had trouble accessing our programs. Sure. But thankfully we'd screenshot them so that like go. we had your program ready to yep. go so that if that happened, but we just didn't think about the code situation. No, of so, course you wouldn't. So we, yeah, so if someone's researching about gym yeah. access, probably ask them the actual process as well. 100%. Um, so Pure Gym was really good. Um, they had a majority of the equipment. Um, they don't have a lot of plate, plate loaded stuff. So none of the like hammer strength type machines or anything like that, mm. no really isolateral stuff. They had a few squat bars, no actual squat racks. Yeah, right. Um, and then, Benches, dumbbells, they did have a high bar, mm. um, which I needed. And then we get in there and I open my program up and I've got the bent knee, yeah. um, the bent knee glute raises. glute raises. And I'm like, fuck my life. Because <laughs> I would highly doubt many people have seen that shit in no. the gym. And, and I was, as I was telling you and mom when we got back, there are not a lot of fit people overseas. Like I have really clearly have extremely bad body dysmorphia mm. because I don't think I look fit and I get overseas. I'm fit. Like yeah. I'm fit. <laughs> so it was like, I'm setting this, um, this bent knee thing up and I'm like, got it in the rack and I've got plates loaded on and I've got the box and I'm, you know, so if anyone hasn't seen what that exercise is, jump onto Paul's YouTube channel <laughs> Um, and have a look because you can imagine doing that in a gym setting where you don't know anyone or anything. And they probably and, aren't familiar with that style oh of training. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, the looks that I was getting, Paul, I was like, Jesus. Did anyone actually come up and ask you? No. 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 They were just, you know those um, um, gym fail videos where mm. people are just staring? Yeah. Like, I swear to God I'm on one. <laughs> I swear to God I'm on one. Um, not that they know that that's not a gym It's fail, not a gym file, no, but they don't know that. But they don't know that. You don't know what you don't know. So, um, yeah, so that was that was our first gym experience. It was <laughs> day two into, yeah. well, technically day one into, into our trip. So, yeah, so Scotland was really easy. Um, we got to visit the Everlast gym, so you, oh, the yeah. brand Everlast. Yeah. So we went to that. Um, that was up in Inverness. So mm. Inverness was actually... It's a smaller town, so we we're actually a bit worried about gyms, but they've got a shit ton of gyms there too. Yeah. Um, again, really good gym facility. Mm. Everyone has so much motherfucking cardio equipment. Like there's, so, it's like half the floor is cardio equipment. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Um, they didn't even have a pec deck. Yeah, right. Um, which to me is one a pretty staple kind of you thing. You generally see one in every gym. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't have one here in the engine room, but no. I mean, I don't know. Even Snap Fitness, the mm. small box gyms have, have mm. that fly. So yep. we were just like, what the hell? So I had to, um, had to do cable crossovers instead, you know, bits and pieces like sure. that. So we did have to adapt a couple of bits and pieces mm. to kind of suit the equipment. Um, yeah, so we, we did that and then we went back to Pure Gym. So we did, we did two, every second day we've got to train um, while we're in Scotland. So that wasn't a problem yep. at all. Unreal. Um, we got to Greece. Whole different story for several thousand reasons. <laughs> um, yeah, it, that was hard. It was really hard. Um, Athens, 
scared the shit out of me because the moment we got off the off the train there was a bus full of riot police mm. getting ready to suit up and and crowd control and stuff like that and um it was quite stressful getting to and from our hotel yep. because we had to go through all these really dodgy back streets like there's people with vans pulling stuff out of vans into like cordon off like buildings yeah. and stuff like that so it just seemed real shot like i don't know i don't know but <laughs> like it just seen from taken dead set dead <laughs> set like um so but not only that it was really hard to get around um without walking or catching a taxi mm. and i will tell you now there is no way in hell anyone should catch a taxi or drive in athens because did you, did you have a speed racer it was oh, I- I've been to Athens and I was the same thing, yeah. Oh my God, it's so scary. Yeah. I've just, uh, every time, I've, since we've gotten back here, every time Lee and I get angry about the drivers here, we're like, could be in Athens, could be in Athens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took, me, it took me by surprise, the, the airport yeah. trip to the hotel. I yeah, well, we caught the bus. Oh, okay. Um, the only time we caught a taxi was going back to the airport, but it was like, it was like 5.36 in the morning mm. and no one's awake at that time there. Everyone run, runs really late. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it all kind of fell to pieces gym-wise yep. in Athens um, or in Greece in general. Uh, we did get a couple of gym sessions in. We went to that really cool gym mm. um, in Crete. Um, it was really nice, really nice gym. Um, super fit people in there, bodybuilders all over yep. the walls and stuff that had trophies there so it wasn't but they're not girls yeah okay so the girls in there were doing four kilo kettlebell sumo squats and Mm. here i am doing 50 kilo chest presses um and the guys were looking at me very very strangely um (laughs) and i did i did practice some of my posing there as well um again got the most strangest stares um from the girls, um, Lee said to me, he goes, the way that the guys were looking at you was out of admiration more than oh, yeah, okay. like weirdness, yeah, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that's a good thing. So it, was, it was interesting. Yeah. But we did a lot more steps in Greece. Mm. Um, so one of our one of our days we'd done, uh, we did 33,000 steps that's in one day. fair effort. We were destroyed, mm. like absolutely wrecked because some of it, because um, the elevation was like, um, one of our, one of our, like, it, uh, my Fitbit counts stairs or, oh, or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. flights of, flights of stairs, flights. yeah. Um, 153 flights yeah, right. was what we did. So it That's was, it was, it was a big day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of graced ourselves some, we're like, okay, well, we can't go every second day sometimes because of where we were, mm. but also it's not like we're not doing anything No, either, exactly. So. We're still very active, you know, yeah. that's, that's really important. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So look, you know, you've, you've, you've obviously arrived back. When did you arrive back? Last weekend. So you've been back a week. Yeah, so we got back Thursday night. Mm. Um, and I used, uh, and I was talking to you about this as well, because you guys actually travel quite a bit to mm. India and stuff. We used the Time Shift app. Yeah. 
and we have had no jet lag at all. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I was very skeptical about that, thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, whatever. You know, you're, yeah, you're you were laughing in, at me with you're my You're walking in the gym on. with the sunnies yeah. on and all this sort of stuff. But look, clearly it's had an effect, you yeah. know, whether or not the, the app was solely responsible or... I highly doubt it was solely responsible. I do feel like a big part of it was the time we got to land. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, we did and we didn't stick to it exactly. And it does say that to you. And I guess I related this a lot to our training, mm. right? It does say to you, stick to it as much as possible. Mm. Like if you miss something, just keep going. Don't mm. just stop it altogether. Yep. And so that's what we did. We legitimately were like, oh, we missed this time frame. But, you know, as soon as we get, because our plane got delayed and things like that. But as soon as we get on the plane, you know, we'll eat something and then we'll go to sleep, you know. <coughs> Absolutely. Um, so we did try and stick to it. As much as possible, it was a couple of hours out. Um, and, yeah, because one of the mornings it wanted us to wake up at 5 o'clock and it was like our last day in Athens and we're like, no, nah, fuck it. <laughs> 6 o'clock, so pushed it, we yeah. pushed it down yeah, an hour yeah. ourselves, but then obviously the plane kind of delayed stuff. And But, yeah, we've had no... We had no... No jet lag whatsoever, which is amazing. Excellent. Um, and we... Went straight to the gym when we woke up Friday morning. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So you're obviously enough. keen to get back into training oh. and find your routine once again. Like as much as you appreciate the travel. I appreciated the travel. Did not appreciate the food over there. Mm. But we can talk about that in a minute. Well, it's just different country, different culture, isn't it? Everything is deep fried. Mm. It, I. I. Yeah, we re we really both of us really struggle with the food for yep. different reasons. So I was telling you that in Scotland we were trying to get bacon and egg burgers, and you can only get bacon burgers. Mm. And then we get to Greece, and you can only get we want a bacon and eggs, and you can only get eggs. <laughs> so it was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so we have a very newfound gratitude for the food available to us mm. here in our country. Um, and Lee and I've never. In the 20 years we've been together, heard him say this, he was excited to go grocery shopping. <laughs> so we went grocery shopping and we spent like $600 on food because we were just like, oh, there's like grapes. Oh, there's apples. Oh, there's like, and all we got all this fresh vegetable produce yeah. because we were just like so deprived of it overseas. That we're like, it's like at the end of a contest prep, but you're... Oh my God. <laughs> but... Yes, but healthy yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny because we were so sick of like everything in Greece has like three tons of maple syrup on it. Yeah, right. And everything in um, Scotland is battered mm. and deep fried and and pastry, pastry everywhere. Yeah, it's just it's very European oh my pastries, God. Yeah. I was like, how do people actually live like this? Um, so yeah, so we yeah, we got a lot of really whole foods, mm. um, yo like Greek yogurt, yep. like our yogurts, um, all the stuff that we miss, like, you know, just the, the things that we take for granted, like broccoli. Yeah. And cauliflower. <laughs> like, we were excited to get broccoli and cauliflower. Uh, um, Pepsi Max was a big issue course, for us yeah. because um, they do do... Coke Zero everywhere, and we did find bits and plate, um, bits and bobs of Pepsi Max, but we missed that. So we have a giant cart, had giant carton <laughs> of Pepsi. I'm pretty sure we had about four each the day we got back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're just um, very excited to come home. Very mm. grateful for where we live. Very grateful for our gyms yep. here. 
Um, and yeah, just we're, more than anything, we just both really wanted to get back into some kind of life routine. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's all well and good to be excited about holidays, mm. but and I don't know if this is a bad thing or not, um, but yeah, I, I thrive off of routine. So yeah. um, it, and the, me missing the gym for me isn't just about the way that I look or my goals for next year or anything like that. It is 100% was about my mental health yeah. um, through the time that I was away. So um, I know that if um, I haven't been to the gym here for, I, I never go more than two days without going to the gym. Mm. And Lee will tell me, he's like, you're feral, go to the gym, you're pissing me <laughs> off. Like, and it's a thing though, because I always come back happier, right. always. I've, there's not one time where I've gone to the gym and come back and been like, I'm fucking angry at everything. Like, it's just... Maybe here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. You like to think you have that effect on me. I bounce through my door. Well... I'm not sure bouncing's the right word, but I'll <laughs> hold my arms. <laughs> so what would you, um, so I'm assuming, you know, there's going to be obviously future travel plans at some stage for yes. you guys again. So what would, what have you learned from this experience that you'll take into the next one to yep. be potentially a little bit better prepared or just handle the situation? And obviously it's, it's going to depend on where you go, yes. the culture, you know, third world or not. Yeah. Um, but you know, what, what little tips or tricks have you learned absolutely taking my protein powder with me yeah okay so um lee and i thought it was a really grand idea to not take my protein powder and try and source protein overseas because that's something that people would would struggle to do and run into sure no it's not a thing that's definitely not a thing in greece mm. um they um they don't eat lots of steak before we leave as well like yeah. they don't have that the same protein sources available that we do sure. we have so much variety for protein that is for me uh, i know people struggle to hit their protein but it's actually quite easy to hit your protein mm -hmm. and we have so many options for protein in our country they do not like yeah so i will absolutely be taking my protein powder over with me yep. so even if i decide to try and find it overseas um, I'll still take it with me yeah, as a backup yeah. because yeah, that was one thing I really struggled, yep. um, which obviously is transferred now. And I've only been think, bearing in mind, I've been doing this for a really long time. I've only had three weeks off and, yeah. and coming back as you know, I feel like absolute shit and uh. I'm so weak. Like I feel really weak for it. Yep. Um, so yeah, protein powder is a must. Um, I definitely contact the gyms and stuff again to make sure that, um, like we know the process if they've got day passes all that sort mm. of stuff I would probably um, do more accommodation with kitchens yep. um, but more specifically find out what's in the kitchen because one place said that they had a kitchen and it was like a microwave oh, yeah. and a sink yeah, and okay. it's like kitchenette I can do stuff with that but I mean it's not great yeah um, so I'll probably research that a little bit more um, and, and try and have more of that available. Mm. Um, and I probably would actually look at the, like have a look at the foods that they have available over there True. a bit more only because, um, like I said, I would much rather feel good all the time yeah. than to go on holidays and, and binge eat shit and not eat the right foods and come back feeling the way that I do now. Mm. I would much rather feel 
at least somewhat better than what I do now. Yep. Um, coming back, um, and that would mean that I would need to really make sure that I knew where the food was, and um, and if the food wasn't available, then how do I adapt? Find that. local farmers markets, yeah. or grocery stores. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what? Okay. So based on that experience alone, and obviously the research you did, what would be a couple of tips for someone who's about to travel, maybe overseas for the first time, and but want to maintain some form of health and fitness regime while they're away? Like, yeah. You know, do the research as you said. Yeah. So I would definitely say um, stick to your gym stuff um, as much as you can. So. Like I said, we set we set ourselves a goal for every two days, which I think is reasonable. Mm. Um, and take that thing out of your head that it's a chore, yeah. as in like, well, I'm on holidays. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm on holidays in Australia, I'm still going to the gym. Yep. And it's not because it's, again, it's got, it doesn't, it has some what to do with the fact that I'm a bodybuilder, but it not really, like, I just like going to the gym and mm. I like that it's a habit that you're keeping. So it's some kind of routine for yep. you. So you're not completely out of routine, um, which I think gives you a bit more control just in life in general. So yep. like I said to you, like by the end of it, I was just, I felt terrible like mentally as well, just mm. because I didn't have, I'm just such a routine person. Sure. So definitely set yourself up a goal to, go every second day or you know you have access here but you don't have access here so you need to get you know three days in a row here so that you can have your two days off in this place yep. or um like we said to you when we left there there was no way in hell we were going to the gym in santorini mm. we did actually find a couple of big gyms in santorini which i I'm sad that i didn't actually go in and have a look at but um Santorini was our, our last pit stop. It was only three days and we really wanted to spend that time actually trying to relax because yeah. Lee and I find that hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that was that was the main thing. So make sure that you you do do that routine stuff, but also grant yourself the permission to have a have a rest too, which I can find really hard to oh, do. Yeah, so I'm gonna relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you mentioned you were obviously following your program as best you could. Do you, yes. find, do you find that's a better option than trying to just wing it? Absolutely. You get a little bit lazy maybe when you're training with no plan. A hundred percent. I don't understand anyone anyone who goes to a gym now and doesn't have a program of some kind, whether you, whether you have a coach, like an online coach, a physical coach, or just a program, I don't understand how you do it. Mm. Because I don't understand what you're tracking. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't get it anymore. Mm. I used to. But when I reflect back now, when I first start, uh, before I started with you, I was just pulling shit off of like YouTube or mm. like Instagram posts or whatever. Yep. And now I look back at it, I'm like, I wasn't pushing myself at all. Yeah. I had no idea what I was lifting. Yeah. Like I didn't know what weights I was lifting. How did I know I was progressing? Uh. Like. If, so if you want an aesthetic look, if you want to look good or you want to build muscle or you want to keep your muscle, a program is the way to go, period, whether you're overseas or not. Sure. But obviously me having you program for me takes that stress away while I'm overseas to then try and sit down and find something to do in that gym. Mm. Um, I'm lucky again enough that I'm educated enough to modify my workouts as I need to. Sure. Um, but I mean, I don't feel like that's something hard. You can always, like if, even if you'd program something that isn't there and I didn't know as much as I knew, 
I could probably Google substitute for whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, a bit of initiative, yeah. Yeah, so I think that people need to take that kind of responsibility. Um, but yes, 100% have a program because it's just, it's easier all round, period. Mm. Just get a program. All right. Here or away, get yep. a program. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, in terms of obviously food yeah. side of things, yeah. like, you know, again, it, it obviously comes down a lot to where you're headed or yeah. where you're going, but you can still, you know, you don't have to eat out all the time. You can no. still obviously, like you said, research. If you stay in a hotel with a kitchen yes. or you choose to stay in a hotel with a kitchen, um, but then even like we do here you can always go to supermarkets and yes. hand pick what you want to have yeah right? which is what we did so you went to a local butcher at one point didn't yeah you? so by the time we got to santorini which was right at the end of our greece trip we were so sick of the same tasting food so everything in greece no matter what meat it is has the same seasoning on it yeah, like right. it just all tastes the same um and that like i said to you it was so hard to find a steak and if we went to eat out and wanted a steak it was like 45 euros which yeah. is almost the equivalent of nearly a hundred dollars here yeah, yeah. so we were like i'm not paying a hundred dollars for a steak i don't care how freaking good you guys think it is <laughs> like anyway we went to a butcher we found a butcher in santorini we went to a butcher and it actually um lee actually did up a a, a breakdown of what our meal cost us mm. Um, in Santorini, I'm just going to bring it up. What that you put together yourself? Yeah, yeah. So we went to a local butcher. We went to a local butcher, and we went to a super, the biggest supermarket there. Mm. We managed to find cauliflower, broccoli, some snake beans, and some carrots mm. for our vegetables. We also added in a little bit of um, chicken stock um, to our veggie. We stir fry veggies sure, and yeah. chicken stock. Yep. Um, and then we also bought steak from the butcher this steak was so freaking good like we didn't know at the time when we looked it up we just went that's the closest butcher let's get there mm. but he's like some award-winning butcher over oh, yeah. there so we went to the butcher we paid seven dollars forty for like two like probably 300 grams worth of rump oh, yeah, of like decent rump so 740 euro which is about 11 australian dollars yeah, that's good i mean who's gonna get like mm. 700 grams of rump here for 12 bucks no chance um our cauliflower a whole like and i'm talking that the heads of their cauliflowers and and broccoli was double what what ours are they yeah, just right. have a huge um so two dollars for the broccoli and cauliflower not uh 29 cents for about 500 grams of beans nice. and about 33 cents for four carrots. Oh yeah, there you go. So we went back to the hotel and we chopped it all up and we made ourselves steak and stir fry veggies because nice. that's all we wanted. We just <coughs> wanted steak and vegetables. Yep. And it's not, nowhere, like they don't do it like that there. <laughs> and so our whole meal for both of us, cooking it at the hotel mm. was 17 Australian dollars. There you go. As opposed to every night that we ate out, we would have spent no less than 50 or maybe 30 euros was probably our cheapest meal out, which yeah. is nearly 60 Australian dollars. Yep. So it's it's like... Massive what difference. Do you, it, yeah, so from a health and, health and fitness perspective, number one, obviously, you're getting the right foods in and you can kind of track it and we can do all of that shit, yep. which is great. Yep. But it's also less stress on you 
money-wise. Financially, yeah, yeah financially. Well, you always so, stress when you're overseas. You're, well, we've got like, budget, do we have enough budget, money? Budget. Do we have enough yeah. money? Like, and we had to get more money out, and we spent more, way more money than we thought we would sure. over there. And and a majority of it was attributed to number one, you cannot drink the tap water over there. Mm. So we were, and Lee and I, because we were hiking so much, we were going through about four liters of water a day. Yeah, okay. So we probably spent maybe like. We would have spent like eight bucks between us a day on water over two weeks. Yeah, okay. Right? So that's a decent chunk of mm. money, which we probably didn't think about when we went over there. No way. So we bought water, um, a lot of water, um, but then, um, yeah, takeout. It was just so expensive all the time. Like, of course. it was so expensive. So, and not because it was expensive necessarily. Like, we could have gone and picked up three dollar gyros every day mm. three day three times a day and eaten that mm. but i mean who wants to do that yeah. like people complain enough as it is that they're not getting enough variety in their diets now yeah. so it's like yeah, 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 yeah. you know um so yeah we did we did go um and find those foods in particular so it might be hard but i guess like australia we do have but the potential for overseas is they do have those like foreign markets you mm. know how we've got um indian shops or yeah, asian, supermarket, asian yeah, supermarkets yeah. and stuff same kind of thing over there yeah, right okay. it's just obviously going to be a little bit more expensive and it's probably a little bit out of the way potentially mm. or not available in the area that you're in yeah. so you just got to make the effort if you want to do it that way yeah and then while we were out so when we ate out we we tried to go for simple stuff mm. so um, Lee went for a lot of deconstructed gyros, so oh, yeah. which are a gyros, but it's just on a plate, so that yeah. he could go. Well, don't actually want the chips today, so I'm just going to have the the um, chicken or the pork mm. and the salad to go with it, yep. and not have some of the other like the pita bread or yep. do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. So we did do a lot of that, um, and we always tried picking like the highest protein meal we could. Of course, we could yeah. kind of see. So we, you know, prawn, there was prawns there, so we'd pick prawns mm. for our entree instead of garlic bread. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. Making those or being educated enough to make those smart choices is probably where you want to be at if you want to keep, I guess, your yourself kind of sane mm. while you're overseas because um, it's it. I think it's quite easy to get sick overseas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, you're more susceptible, like you said, the water. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. But the water, the food, like even the food gets washed in the water. So yeah, you do have to be mindful. Absolutely. Depending on where you go, and then obviously lack of fresh fruit lack of fresh vegetables yep. all of a sudden and your immune system th- comes down well the thing was i i couldn't go to the toilet properly for like five days at yeah, one okay. point because like a fiver yeah because i eat so many veggies and stuff mm. and fruits at home and i've gone from that to basically eating meat almost the whole time yeah. because i didn't have any other choice yeah. eating potatoes like <laughs> yeah oh dear yeah. well yeah. there you go well i guess it, you know, it, it, this is what travel's all about. In at the end of the day, it's the experience. So you learn a lot from maybe it. minus those little bits and pieces. It would have been fun. No, it was it was a good trip. Yeah, it was a good trip. Absolutely. And we're very grateful that we could do it for number one. Mm, um, of course, we're in a position to be able to do that yep. because lots of people aren't. Mm. Um, but we also new gratitude for home. As oh, well. absolutely. <laughs> and and it, you know, I get the same thing when I go to India. You know, you, you come back and you do appreciate how lucky we actually are. Yeah. For what we've got yeah. which is you know a lot a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, we'll wind up i think we've covered everything but what, what so have you guys talked about where the next trip might be 
Um, while we're talking about, um, because I want to do Worlds next year oh, course, for comp, yeah. so I think um, it will depend on what federation I decide to do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ICNs is in Singapore, which is looking pretty enticing. So, yeah, it's not far. Yeah. Get... It's not too far because one thing that really killed us was the plane flights. Yeah. Like our backs were, and we're healthy fit mm. people, so I don't know how un healthy people deal with it mm. but our backs were sore like in between our shoulder blades yeah. were sitting so long um so yeah yeah. It, yeah so a shorter flight for us would be great next yeah, year yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, um i think uh to keep it affordable scoot to go there from the gold coast i think they're quite Ooh, quite affordable okay. so that might be an option anyway have a look at it yeah um, well, it depends on dates and what, uh, what you tell me up. i can yeah, do yeah, everything, everything's <laughs> gonna line up but yeah but that might you know so what if you did that would you then tack on a holiday after yeah i think we'd probably go for maybe like two weeks and do um again because of the fluid retention thing and because i'm so hyper aware of that now when i fly mm. we'd probably go the week before and the week after oh, yeah. uh, something like that sure but yeah i don't want to i don't want to rock up two days before the show and be um puffy, puffy. <laughs> no we can't have that so <laughs> i have to find a sauna or something yeah. to try and get you i'll be doing that regardless yeah. but yes yeah, so i think we'll We'll look at maybe doing maybe doing that. I'm, Unreal. That yeah. exciting. Well, I mean, it, you know, it, obviously you guys are at a, a time in your life now where your kids are growing up and you can obviously travel a lot more. Yes. So that, this will be probably which more is, ongoing. Which is the joys of having kids at the age of 18, yeah, right? Yeah, so of course. <laughs> I'm like, every one of my, my school friends who has travelled basically the world, mm. um, while I was at home raising babies, now I'm, <coughs> at least I've got money to do it now too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 you know, with this... The Scotland and Greece trip, you now learn from that, so you'll yeah. apply that to the next one, and then yeah. the next one, next one, and you'll just implement a much better approach each time, yeah. no matter where you go. We learn just... a lot from our Japan trip that we did in 2016, and we did actually implement some of that into this trip. Yeah, nice. Um, but the one thing that we couldn't do this trip, which is really frustrating, and we will never do this again, is because we were in the two countries, we had to take warm and hot clothes. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and so that mean we meant we had to take our suitcases and not out. We have... Um, massive hiking backpacks mm. which we usually travel with yep we will never ever ever travel with a suitcase ever again in our lives it was the most awful experience those suitcases i'll never take that thing anywhere <laughs> ever again it's literally going to hold my christmas decorations until it dies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan of them i must admit no nah. Cool, cool. All right, we'll wrap it up, Kel. Thank you very much. That's great. And you're obviously back at work next week. I am. Yeah, there you go. Which you'll be happy with. Oh, absolutely, of course. <laughs> no, it'll be good. It'll be good to have you back. It'll be good Being to have another voice in here. here. Yeah. And um, you're obviously easing yourself back into training and, um, you know, getting yes. back into everything with a very big goal at the end of next year. Yes, well, I did slightly hurt myself um, when I went back because... And which I'm really angry at myself about because I know better. Yeah. But even as a coach, sometimes we do dumb shit. Of course. Um, and I went, yeah, I went a bit heavy, a bit fast. So, um, yeah, I'll Just, be, I'm back in. I came to my PT session on Tuesday. Wednesday is usually my rest day, so yep. I kept that. I'm trying to get back into routine, so I've kept sure. my rest day. Um, and then Lee and I headed to the gym again today, so I'll be doing some isolated movements for the next mm. um, two weeks. I'm allowed to, my physio said I'm allowed to do leg press and stuff like that. So I'm not completely out of the big heavy stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, it's already feeling a lot better. And um, my physio is quite confident that, you know, I'll be repaired in, you know, she said two to six weeks, but probably the earlier end of that yeah. because of me, because mm. I do what she tells me to. Sure. Um, but yeah, back into it, big goals. That's it. Big Unreal. Goals. There you go. 
Cool. All right. Sign off. And um, oh, I suppose um, uh, if, that, if people want to follow your Instagram, what are you at? Uh, Coach Kelly? Um, no, what are no. you? What are you? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Kelly underscore Green Slade on my Instagram. That's right. Yeah. I do, I do follow <laughs> it's you. It's super simple. I know. <laughs> it's not even hard. It's like, it's like knowing your own phone number, isn't it? Or, or your, your, your partner's phone yeah, number. Like, yeah. I couldn't even tell you what Monty's phone number yeah, is. Yeah. You have to look it up. So anyway. <laughs> All right, thanks, Kel. Appreciate Welcome. it. Welcome. All right, that was a great chat with Kel and um, obviously a great insight into how to plan and prepare for overseas or even domestic travel and still maintain a good health and fitness regime. You know, we, we don't want to justify... Um, eating and drinking like dickheads or just being unorganized. And yes, there is still latitude in regards to having fun, being relaxed, all those sorts of things. But if it's part of your lifestyle here at home, part of your routine, there's no reason why you can't carry it into a holiday or a business trip. So I'd like to thank Kel for her time today. That was great. She came in especially um, to do the podcast with me. Now, if you do like this podcast, please share it on your stories. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. Tag Kelly as well. If you're interested in any of my coaching services, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. Check out all the different services, eBooks, and obviously my new training at Paul's Strength Book, which can be found in the App Store. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.